Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Well, hey, friends, how are you guys doing today? I am recording this on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I actually recorded it earlier only to realize you could hear our dryer clanging away in the background. So that was time for a little redo. Best laid plans, right? Anyway, we're going to be talking about money today and how visibility and strategy gets you the money that you need, that you want, that you desire in a good way, in the least scammy way possible. But before we do that, I want to read you a review that Kevin Durant left this show recently. He said, I love how Brittany shares such actionable info in a friendly, easy manner. She definitely knows what she's talking about and brings on experts that can do a deeper dive into specific topics. I am a fan. All right, Kevin, first of all, thank you for your glowing words. I so very much appreciate them. And I want to specifically talk about this because I love bringing on experts that are going to do a deeper dive. Last week's episode on trust was one of those episodes. I really had a great time doing it, and I'm really pleased that I can offer that to you guys as listeners. But I want to let you guys know, I get so many pitches to be on the show, and a lot of them are really kind of cruddy, honestly. If you want to know how to pitch better, I highly recommend you go check out episode 99 with Angie Trueblood. She runs an agency that helps book people on podcasts, and the people she has working with her put out really good pitches. They send you an actual topic to talk about with some key takeaways that your audience will gain. And that's the kind of thing that I vet all guests on the show for. I really want to make sure that if we're going to have a guest on here, they are going to offer you actual content, key takeaways, things that you can do, tangibles, and not just fluff. I don't have time for fluff in my life, and I think that you guys feel the same way. So if you feel that way about this show, if you feel like Kevin does, if you enjoy both the solo and the guest episodes after this, I would love for you to go on to whatever platform you're using to listen to right now and leave us an honest review. It helps people find the show and it helps people find good content that isn't a waste of their time. And that actually is what we're going to be talking about today. How to create good content, a visibility and content strategy that not only doesn't waste your audience's time, it doesn't waste your time. And it's so effective that it actually puts money in your pockets. All of this is leading up to something that I am launching right now. It is open for enrollment called the Content Lab. It's a mastermind of people just like you, people who are committed to using their content to showing up in the world and creating a difference and making an impact. Now, I will be talking more about Content Lab later. I just wanted to let you guys know it is available for enrollment at brittanygardner.com forward slash content lab right now. On to our topic about visibility equaling money in your pockets. In the last three months, I have had three, yes, count them, three separate clients say something along the lines of, but why can't clients just find me? Now, one of those was in response to already having spent years building a private practice to a good level of success and then basically having to, you know, start over when it comes to building an online business. As it turns out, they're very different things. But if you've already built a successful business, whatever kind it is, feeling like you have to start over can be a little demoralizing. I think that's very fair to say. One of those was in response to putting together a visibility plan at all. 
because it's a bit of work. And if you've never addressed it before, I mean, it can be daunting. And wouldn't it be nice to skip all that hard work if it's really not that necessary? And then one of those was in response to seeing yet another new competitor. And yes, I used air quotes, even though you can't see me while I'm recording this. That competitor, you know, popping up down the street or in our internet world down the cable line or whatever, and then lamenting about it because that competitor wasn't nearly as skilled, didn't have nearly as many qualifications, but seemed to be killing it. Now, caveat here, seemed is a very important word there. We never know the inner workings of someone else's business. Either way, though, it can grate on you when you see someone pop out of nowhere who's got a fully booked business or practice. I mean, that's got to be a thing that affects your self-esteem somewhere along the line. So these are three different scenarios, three separate clients of mine, all in three different niches, by the way, but all having the same basic problem in the end. Why can't clients just drop into my lap? Don't they know how good I am at what I do? I didn't get into this to be a marketer. I shouldn't have to work so hard to get clients. If you've felt this way before, know this, I have too. I'm sure we all have at some point. But you can have a business where clients seemingly drop in out of nowhere, where poof, here they are asking to hire you. This is all possible if you lay the visibility groundwork now. And never has this been more apparent. You know, 2020 has been a beast of a year. We've talked about that already. I know that there's a lot of people who, in the midst of all the very real COVID layoffs, looked at their life and said, I don't want to be beholden to someone else's paycheck. I'm going to do my own thing. And I know a lot of people have started their own businesses this year. They're flooding the marketplace. And while I personally think competition is good and healthy, If you aren't setting yourself up for success and putting yourself ahead of things right now, you're going to have problems. And in fact, just in the last week, I've heard two people that I follow talking about the nurturing that is required for sales online today. So Emily Hirsch of Emily Hirsch Marketing and Christine Blubau both have sent out emails or podcasts or whatever content they use that have said something along these lines. So I think Emily Hirsch said it was that Of her recent launch, 70% of the buyers had been on her list for more than six months. And then Christine said, and I actually just found the email that she sent out about a week ago, she said just because someone's a no right now doesn't mean they won't be a yes later. Many of the people who joined her course this round had been offered the program at least once before, and a few of the people who joined had been in her community watching her launch the course over and over and finally joined on the fifth launch. You guys... Nurturing is required, and nurturing means you have to be visible and be out there. You have to have a plan for both of those. Visibility isn't optional. It is about making money. Now, building brand awareness is one of my favorite things. Seriously, you guys, digging into someone's business and figuring out the handful of things that that person should be known for is fun because it isn't always what the client thinks it's going to be. Sometimes what you You, my client, the expert, think your content buckets should be is not what they should be at all. Now, you're already an expert. You know what it takes to do X, Y, Z, you know, your thing. But your client is still in the stage where they don't know the answers so that those things that you want to be known for might not resonate with them right now because you haven't met them where they're at. They need to meet your client where your client is at right now. And if you set up the wrong content buckets, you might be speaking to a great void. Even if you've got great information, even if you know exactly what you're talking about, 
They still need to be things that resonate with your best client where they're at right now, not knowing all the answers. So if you're in the B2B or the B2E space, it's almost always going to be clients or money. You want more clients. You want better clients. You want clients who take up less time. You want to get better results for your clients. I could go on, of course, but I think we're on the same page here, right? If you are listening to this podcast, odds are one of those statements resonated with you. A visibility plan, putting your content strategy into action, gets you clients. And if you're already overflowing with clients, it's going to get you better clients who take up less time and make you more money with less work. I am not a fan of one-size-fits-all formulas most of the time, but when you break this one down, it just works. Visibility plus strategy equals clients. Now, despite brand awareness being one of my favorite things, I often hear around the interwebs and related places that it's not one of your favorite things. If you're one of those people who says, I didn't get into business to become a marketer, I get it. You are in good company because pretty much all of my clients say that. In fact, I think, and um, this couldn't be you, could it? Some might put building brand awareness in the same category as their next dental cleaning or, I don't know, scrubbing out the shower after several months of neglect. Now, before you roll out of your chair laughing, and of course, assuming you're not my friend Ashley, who actually genuinely loves scrubbing out her shower, know this, I chose those two examples for a reason here, because they're both things that the collective we, there's my air quotes again, often put off and off and off. We might build whole lists of procrastination tactics around not doing those things, but you have to do this. Visibility isn't optional. It's about money. It's about making you money. It's about you making enough money to live well and you making enough money to ditch the stress of irregular paychecks. You aren't a business if you aren't making money despite acting like a business and the government labeling you one. And actually, mm, here's one. I was just listening to a recent episode of another podcast called All Systems Go by Chris Davis the other day, and he said something that intrigued me. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, you don't have a business until you have systems. You might be making money, but until you have systems in place to repeat the process, it's not a real business. I love that definition because it takes us beyond flukes and puts us straight into scaling your business. So if you know that visibility plus strategy equals money and you know you need to systematically be visible to build brand awareness to get clients, then it's time to put a plan together because doing content on the fly is exhausting. You can call it a visibility plan. You can call it branding in the wild. You can call it whatever you like, so long as you have a system that you can repeat. And preferably, you have a repeatable system you can automate. Authentic, automated marketing is within your reach. Now, a few episodes back, I talked about the content mistakes I see online business owners making. And one of those mistakes is using generic lists of quote unquote content starts that you download for free, sometimes even buy. I see a bunch of those out there for 27 bucks or 37 bucks. You know, it's like 365 days of visibility ideas. I talked about those mistakes fairly in depth in that episode. So hop on back to brittanygardner.com forward slash 111. It's episode 111. And if you want to know more about those content mistakes, that is the episode for you. But here is something that I failed to mention in that episode. 
Yes, doing content on the fly is exhausting. So I understand the desire to download a list and open it up and then immediately hop onto a Facebook Live or whatever and talk about it. But when you sound like everyone else and you're talking about the same stuff as everyone else because you're using the same list as everyone else, then your audience is going to assume you are just like everyone else and that you also can't help them like everyone else has not been able to help them in the past. So the danger of sounding like every other coach out there answering the same fluffy question isn't just that you're going to sound like everyone else. It's that your audience will see the fake in you. You're going to sound like everyone else there and you're going to be forgettable. And when your audience recognizes that it's not really you they're seeing and hearing, they're going to tune you out. Your engagement will be lackluster. And with that very lackluster response, what's going to happen to keep your motivation going on creating more content? I'll tell you what, it's going to nosedive and, you know, quick. (laughs) Knowing that creating content all the time, day in and day out is exhausting. And knowing that generic prompt lists make you sound generic, I mean, what is there else to do? And the answer is the work of visibility. Instead of hopping around on one foot creating constantly or hopping on the other foot of generic social media content ideas, you need to go to your head. You, the personal brand. You, the online business owner with enough skill to help people. You, the expert. The answer across the board here is you. Creating content that's holistic and personal to your brand. That is what I mean when I say that authentic automated marketing is within your reach. This is how you move beyond sounding exactly like your colleagues and move into that iconic and forgettable space. Nobody can copy your rebel yell. Okay, a quick aside here. I totally just stole that rebel yell phrase from Jenny Singh, who helps me with my Facebook ads, and she said it in response to one of my recent social media posts. So I know you've heard me talk all about authority opinions, but I might just start calling them rebel yells because that is a crazy cool visual and I love it. All right, aside, over. (laughs) The thing is, nobody can copy something that comes from your unique brain. And nobody can copy the unique mix of your personality, your drivers, what drives you, and your way of breaking things down. So when you focus your visibility content on client-centric topics, they are going to immediately opt in and pay more attention to what you're saying because one, it stands out. Two, it is there and noticeable, and no one else can copy that. So that is visibility step number one. Are you addressing a problem they have and don't want, or are you delivering a result that they do want and don't yet have? Answer one of those questions, and you've got their attention. Then we can move on to the no like, and trust factor. Now, it's been about a year since I interviewed the author of that phrase, Bob Berg. He said, all things being equal, people do business with and refer business to people they know, like, and trust. Remember, when your best client isn't seeing or hearing your content and immediately making the connection that you can help them, it's because you didn't make the connection for them. So if your audience, your potential clients are listening or viewing or reading your content and they don't immediately realize that you are talking about something that actually affects them, it is because you didn't make that connection for them. Again, are you addressing a problem they have and don't want to have or are you delivering a result that they want and don't yet have? Those are the two things that are going to grab their attention. But then once you have their attention, 
You've got to help them make that connection. You can do this in a way that feels good to you. You just need to have a way to know why it works when it works and why it fails when it fails. Because all of marketing is a test and content is no different. Your system needs to address the good and the bad and then do more of the good. There are a lot of ways to build visibility. Podcasts like this, lives, YouTube channels, feed posts on platforms like Instagram or Facebook, articles on LinkedIn, Medium, the list goes on. And you can use whichever combination works best for you. But for the purposes of this episode, I am platform agnostic. All of those options work when they work and all of them fail when they fail. It is strategy that makes them work and lack of strategy that makes them fail. It's your job to get their attention. It's your job to make the connection. And then it's your job to do that with strategy. That strategy is going to encompass these three visibility tenets. One, getting them interested. Two, building up the know, like, and trust. And then three, is your offer right for them right now? Capturing their interest and building up your know, like, and trust factor are both content dependent. Content that's authentic. Content that makes your clients feel like they are part of your in-crowd and you get them. Content that leads them into a new way of thinking about their current problem. Content that reinforces you are legit and you have a solution that they've been looking for right now. And finally, content that fascinates them. This is why I have created Content Lab, which again, by the way, is now open for enrollment. I have a limited number of founding member spaces. There's only 10. So if you want to implement content that works for you instead of content running your life, now is the time. Hop on over to brittanygardner.com forward slash content lab. That link is in the show notes, or you can go ahead and just type it under your own. If that's the case, as a friendly reminder, my name is spelled B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. So brittanygardner.com forward slash content lab. What is content lab? You might be wondering. It is the place for online service businesses who want a non-stop waitlist full of perfect fit clients that magically show up on their doorstep. That poof we were talking about earlier, right? Ready to pay top dollar for your services. Content Lab is the accountability meets mastermind group of online business owners like you who are creating a visibility strategy with authentic automated marketing to scale their businesses from a one-to-one model to a one-to-many model. And most importantly here, Content Lab is a container for you to work in so you get shit done. In it, you're going to have access to my content frameworks, the show up system, social post formulas, and the be seen method of content creation. Which, by the way, that last one, it is not available in any other of my programs. Now, each of those frameworks, if you have not been introduced to them before, you haven't used them, will take you less than an hour to go through the trainings and get running, get up to speed on them. So real quick on those, if you're a newer listener, the show up system is my system to brainstorm, organize, publish, and repurpose content. Yes, that is the system portion of it in action right there. And then social post formulas are my templates for writing or scripting different kinds of content. Everything from feed posts to stories, blog posts, lives, podcast episodes like this, all of it. This is the how to write part, like the bones, the outline you need for writing content that converts. And then the be seen method is what to write. It's how you're going to create your own prompts so you never have to use one of those dreaded lists of generic prompts again. And then it helps you with cues for what to say to capture interest and build up your know, like, and trust. These three frameworks are all included in the Content Lab Mastermind, as are accountability co-working sessions, 
a mastermind Q&A each month and content audits so that we can actually look at your content in the world as you're using it and see where we might make adjustments to convert better. Whether you join Content Lab or not, however, you need to answer a few questions for yourself if you want to truly create a business. How are you going to use smart content to turn on the right clients and subtly turn off the rest? Remember, your content needs to be a filter. Your brand is a filter to bring in good, perfect match clients to you and tell the rest, hey, you seem like a cool person. I know you need help, but someone else is better served for you. So that's question number one. How are you going to use smart content to turn on the right clients and subtly turn off the rest? Two, how are you going to use your content to stand out from everyone else in your niche, even if you're talking about the same general topics as your quote unquote competitors? And then three, how are you going to create a visibility plan so you know that every minute you spend online or in social is going to result in actual revenue dollars? Do you have these answers locked down? If you do, well done. You are leagues ahead of most entrepreneurs and most all business service providers. If, however, you don't have those answers locked down, I urge you to come check out Content Lab. It is seriously something I'm so excited about. I know I've had multiple clients ask me to have a way of ongoing support in the past, and I'm finally doing it because I really truly believe, especially this year, especially after everything that's gone down, those who can control their own money and time are those who are going to lead a really successful life, successful in multiple areas, not just finances. But to do that, you need to get your online presence working for you. Having a profitable web presence is not a pipe dream. It is something that you can do if you're willing to apply some strategy, get your visibility and strategy in line so that it can start equaling the money that you've been working for all along. All right. I can't wait to see what you guys do with the information right here, whether you join Content Lab or not. I'd love to hear your feedback. And again, if you have not yet left a review for the show, please hop onto your platform and do so. It helps other people get the same insight that you're getting here. Until next week, guys.